Saying low, Apple Music. Hey, thanks for joining me for another conversation right here on the interview series. Appreciate it if you regularly check out the conversations we have with some of the great creative minds. And if you're joining us for the first time, well, scroll down and take a look at what you've missed. And by all means, dive in. Super proud of the series. And today we had a great conversation to it with the wonderful Post Malone, beyond being an amazing modern artist who's been on quite a journey of growth and discovery, this new album. 12 Carat Toothache is a great example of that. It's pretty deep, pretty personal. But also as a human being, just watching him become... One of the most well-liked people, I think, to come out of music in the last five to 10 years, somebody who went through quite a significant period of judgment and critique early on, seems to have picked the parts of him that he really likes. He's leaned into those. And so what you hear is a really wonderful at ease post Malone, which is good because he's about to become a dad. That's a life changer. Anyway, enjoy this conversation. Myself and Post Malone right here on the interview series. I don't know even where to begin. I got to begin somewhere. That sounds good. It does, right? It's because you wrote it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you know this one, right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> nice little voice note at the end of the album. This had me, man. Mm. Hey, how's it go? Took another sip. incredible you've had a minute to listen to it then <laughs> you know what man it took me a minute to get where you were going with it sure and i've been listening to it non-stop and i want to say congrats man this is this is your best record thank you very much and you know that <laughs> no it's my favorite yeah of course it but. is because i feel like it it's it's the sound of you reaching a point as a writer and a human where the two voices are really communicating mm. with each other. Where it's not like, what I, what I know I can do versus what I need to say. Sure. Sometimes they're speaking and sometimes they're not. Yes, sir. I feel like you're in total harmony through the good and the bad on this. Sure. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had enough time <laughs> to, to work on it. That's for sure. I know everybody's pretty, was that good for you, though? pretty was, ticked off. Was too, is, is too much time good for you or is too much time bad for you? Um... You get a little bit of both, you know. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, it was rough, mm -hmm. you know. But then I kind of came into what I like to do and who I am and what makes me happy. I would have thought know? that, you know, I don't mean this in a childish way, but the world kind of slowing down and at worst stopping wouldn't have changed much for you, even though you were touring and moving hard. Sure. When you check out, you check out. Sure. Like... You make a, you've made a real point of saying, if I'm not on stage and I'm not on the record, then I'm not on. 
I'm playing video games. I'm doing what I f- whatever the f- I want. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, so how does it feel when the rest of the world joins you? You know, it's like it's kind of yeah. I don't know. It's just super interesting. Like, uh, I mean, <clears throat> L.A. shut down completely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just super strange. And and I mean, just back to doing what I you know, like you said, what I what I like to do. Yeah, because I don't leave my house very much. Um, is that by, is that because you love to be alone, or is it because you've learned to be alone? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I think maybe I definitely really like it now. Um, but there was definitely a time where I didn't want to be, especially you know, making me you 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 offer so much of yourself um, each time you perform or you know, go out on stage and do all, and, you know, interviews, all this stuff, you know, you, you offer so much. And, and at the end of the day, for me, at least I'm, I get very tired and very sleepy. Um, and so I just kind of like hanging out at the house and playing with magic cards and playing (laughs) video games and such. (laughs) I feel like that's, that's kind of where I found you. Sure. I had to, we had to chase you down to the South of France. I mean like (laughs) South of France, like even when things like, oh, you went to Cannes. I was was running from you. No, you were running. We we caught up to you though. Damn it. It took me seven flights and I had to go to, from LA to London to Ibiza to Italy It's like the board identity. I had to literally, I found you in a field with your sight trained at me. It's the sh is Jason Bourne movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I was glad I found you though, man. Glad I survived that trip, Bailey. But um That was a fantastic fucking great night. Thanks for being nice to my oh, my family. Your family's amazing. Thank you. It man. was cool. I realize now why you're such a good guy, you mm-hmm. know, because you come from great stock. Thank you very much. Um you'd already begun that process. In fact, I feel like you've actually come out to play more <laughs> recently. The last time I felt you was sort of like uh, mm. very particular about what you chose to do around Hollywood's bleeding. Yeah, well, I just, it feels good. It feels good saying hi to people again. You know, like every time I go up on stage, I'm like, this is crazy. You know, like people are around each other again. It's, it feels weird and it sh- we shouldn't have to say it feels weird, but it and, does. Uh, it took, we took it for granted, but, but equally people are happy to see you. And I wonder whether that's you're happier about that because um, you know that it's genuine, that it's not. Like in those first few albums, like any artist going through that kind of success, who do you trust, right? Yeah. Like people say they like you. Mm, Why? Probably not. Yeah. Or why? Like, can you tell me three reasons why you like me? Mm. Um, But I feel like, like Hollywood's Bleeding, I guess is my point, was an album that was really necessary, right? It kind of... When, when I listen back to that record now, it just sounds to me like you're saying goodbye to that, some of that paranoia. That album served that purpose. Yeah, well, very much so. And 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 <laughs> still very, it's just because I'm not around it as much. You know, I've been in LA for a little bit now, uh, finishing the record, making sure everything's going, you know, excellent with it. And Have you made and, peace with LA yet? Have you said no, that? No, no. I'm so, I'm, I'm so ready to go home. Yeah, it's bet. time to go home. I bet. I wondered that. I was just like, oh, are we LA resident right now? Unlikely. But I have officially surrounded myself with, I think, better energy and better, better vibes and better people. And, you know, it's, it was definitely a time where I was just like, oh, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's drink. Let's go out. Let's, you know. But um, now I just, I kick it. It's literally just um, 
local game store nerds and my family and and close friends and you know i think about this album though and the themes on this record and, and to some degree you you know you're, you're tracing that mm. you're telling us like i'm ready to say goodbye to some of this f- the energy that i found myself surrounded by you know there's some really poignant and personal moments on this record mm. i mean how did you know that the album was going to become what it became that it was going to kind of sort of be that theme it was 12 hours in malibu that I sat by myself in this dark room with my laptop and just made beats like for 12 hours, did a bunch of shrooms, made beats. And I was like, whoa, this is awesome. And and that turning point there, it kind of, the album from there, it just wrote itself because I don't know, I felt like, and it's so strange and I'm, you know, I'm a zany guy, zany. Um <laughs> Is that the first time? <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to drop a bomb on it anyway, but no, it's like much. the most cliche <laughs> joke of my entire life. I, I, I'm so sorry. If you say Zane's World in this interview, you get, I can bingo. Get. <laughs> Zane's <laughs> World. Bingo! <laughs> yes! <laughs> it, yeah, I don't know. It was just a, kind of an insane experience. Bingo! <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Sometimes you gotta wait for the explosion to finish. It has a long tail. Yeah, no, very. It has a long tail. I didn't. I didn't design it. <laughs> we sat and and it kind of wrote itself from that that moment. And I was just like, I went through everything and stood by the the water, and it felt like I was getting pushed back. And I was like, okay, something weird's going on. And I stayed up all night and wrote a bunch of the album that night and wow, made one a, session made a bunch of the um beats that night and wow okay i don't know no, it's that's interesting a, it is and that's why i'm not gonna let it go for a minute <laughs> so i want to rewind back to the moment when you yeah. decided to put yourself in that creative headspace um because that's a conscious decision to, mm. to it's not like oh, i'm gonna take mushrooms and oh there's a laptop and oh let me just write some stuff like it sounds to me like you were like what can I unlock here? Sure. Were you, struggling is the wrong word, were you going through some form of writer's block? Were you feeling a little bit like you didn't have direction yet or was it just an experiment? Oh my God. For the longest time, we, we had made songs and we had, we had made great songs, you know, but it wasn't, you know, I wanted to reflect more of myself. So these were just kind of like random sporadic uh, Sessions, good records. sessions. Great, yeah. great, song, yeah. great songs come out of great sessions. Right, yeah. and, and, um, I was just like one one night we're supposed to go to Big Sur, but then we we I don't want to say settled because Malibu is absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, we settled you, on Malibu. You, you California settled. Yeah, 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 man. That's called a fa- California B option. <laughs> that's called. Yeah, in Malibu, yeah, it's fine, pretty nice, game. I guess. <laughs> um, we we went to Malibu, and because just I just needed like working at the studio I work at for every album. You know, every album we've done. and Which is right in the heart of Hollywood, too. I mean, very, it is yeah. literally in the heart of yeah. Hollywood. And I just was super cramped. I was super cramped in. And I was just like, Fuck it, we're going to go to Big Sur. No Airbnbs. Okay. Malibu? Well, half-ass it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, half-ass it. <laughs> <laughs> Malibu is absolutely gorgeous. It's ridiculous. It's like God's green air. Carry on. <laughs> so we went out there, and it was just like so freeing. So like, I was like, I'm not scared to express myself or uh, make music or write songs and I could just hang out. 
You know, what did writer's block feel like? Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. I, I, I mean, it's even, because I like, I like to start, I like to, you know, except working with Lou, whenever I'm in Utah, I, I have to find a way to entertain myself. So yeah. I have to like try and make beats and, and write songs on the guitar and, and everything. And, um, it's just, it was so hard because there was nothing there. I was like, oh my God, I've already played that. I've already done, you know, I've already, it just none of the sounds were right. I was like, let me download every sound library. Let me yeah. find everything. Let me sit on citrus and crank a knob to yeah. the right and see if that changes anything. But nothing came. And I was like, oh, every time I went, because I can't play piano for so every time I went to go <clears throat> pull something up on the piano roll, I dragged a note to the same spot every time. And I was like, oh man, this sucks. This is this sounds exactly the same as the shitty beat I made five seconds ago. Guys, ridiculous. Uh, you still find yourself in this position, you know? You're at this point where you've just played, you know, you've you've been selling out arenas, you're at your, you know, you're an apex success story, right? And then you're still finding yourself in this place where you're kind of being reduced back to that kids searching for you know and it comes down to your voice right remember i said to you at the beginning this album feels like your voice inner voice and your outer voice have merged perfectly sure that's what they say the best description i heard of writer's block is when your outer voice is not speaking to your inner voice so you're desperate for something to say mm. but it's not actually listening to what mm. you need to hear inside that sounds quite nice. Did you make that up? No, someone else much smarter than I shared that with me. <laughs> so to get there, you got to go into the most beautiful coast in the world and take mushrooms. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it what did you what, what did you feel when you took the mushrooms? Can you remember what the trip was like? Oh man, it's like every day. <laughs> don't don't tell my parents. <laughs> no, it was like you know we would wake up and yeah, I, 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 I'm having hung with your dad. I, I think no, he has yeah, a pretty he, good yeah, idea. No, <laughs> FYI, I'm not sure. Maybe what you, the you, hell, man? He never told me I that. Think you guys need to sit down and have a father son conversation because even I've you know he's that. like, yo, this shit you got is whack, mm -hmm. man. You need some of these mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, you know, it's it's um, different every day. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes super energetic. Like I was like, okay, get up. I would like can rip my blouse off and walk around the room. That's a beautiful night. Were you worried about what you would feel like when you woke up and listened back to it? No. You I don't knew. think I, I think I stayed up really long. I think it was like two days. But I remember the worst part of the night was because I would, I would sit down because I was on, I was on the floor and there was this table and there was this projector. And so it was, it was like an Apple TV and they had like pictures of dolphins and other. Oh, you went nature. I went full nature. On the projector. Whales, yeah. starfish, yeah. aquatic fauna, yeah. um, and flora. Yeah. And um, uh, just no sound. And I just sat there and I hooked it up. Big speakers also change everything. We yeah, set yeah. up these obnoxiously large speakers in this place. And the worst part of the night was waiting for everybody to wake up. Because I was like, yo, you gotta hear this. And I like shit. text spam these guys. Because they were sleeping in the other room. Yeah. They didn't wake up till like 9, 10 maybe. And I was just, then we played it and then uh, started setting up. I had already written to a bunch of them. And What was the one that you knew, if you remember back during that session, when I mean, you were just on your own, that was the most moving experience? If you were the one that kind of really dug, dug deeper than you dug before, where the mushrooms really kicked in and your inner voice spoke to you out oh, of voice. Oh, man. There's a couple that aren't on the record. Mm. 
There's a couple that are on, on the record that because? I think are super. Just because you only have enough space. And no. There's a, there's no. a, no, no. Like, God damn it. Like, you're good. No. Hey, no. you're good. No, you can't. I mean, listen, if, but, they, if they're that good, you make room, right? Well, not necessarily. I think like, like we, you know, before working on the songs and then like, yeah, we got great songs. Well, what makes great songs, what makes 14 great songs a great album? Mm. And I guess it's the sequencing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the body it's, of work. It's, yeah, it's, it's very much the sequencing. And and um, I remember we got everything done and it just, honestly, it kind of sequenced itself. So were you relieved that those songs, I mean, the question was, remember, what were the ones that unlocked those areas that you even weren't sure you were going to go to? Were you kind of relieved they didn't make the cut? Because you went deep on this record, don't get me wrong, but sure. if, if there were deeper moments that didn't make the album, some artists will say they belong to me. They don't belong to everybody else. I guess, yeah, yeah. And that makes sense too. I mean, and and definitely I'm so shy, especially like expressing, you know, it's tough to explain, I guess, but there is... There is a lot of stuff that it, they're not my songs because I make these songs for people to listen to and say, no matter like what I'm going through mm. or no matter what's going on, I'm not by myself. And there's mm. other people who feel like that. And that's a beautiful trade, and, man. And that that's that's the that is the magic of sharing music. But you know, when I listen to this album, it sounds like you wrote for yourself, like you were speaking to yourself. There's definitely moments on this record where I feel like you are searching to support yourself and comfort yourself through some tough... Very much so. And yeah, that's that's the most important part. And for a long time, I didn't know how to. And now I'm the happiest dude in the universe. I'm so pumped. I'm so fucking excited. I'm ready to rock and roll. But for the longest time, I didn't know what the was going on i was like this is it like this i'm yeah. going i'm insane i'm actually like i don't know what's going on at your at at that peak level success on the last record very much so mm. yeah yeah and then covid came and you know sitting there and you got to sit down and like you said the songs talking about myself you know but i know that everybody you know has had these feelings and these thoughts and, and the ups and downs and, and, you know, everybody has wanted to just give up and be like, I don't know what the f to do, but also people have celebrated the, I don't care if you're the grumpiest guy in the world, you still celebrated a, 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 a great time in your life. You know, what music helped you through those, some of those times, because I hear some real textures on this album and I wonder if they're related what you listened to when you were at your lowest points versus what you've made today, you know? I mean, Fleet Foxes every time, every single time. It, that's like all I listen to. Um, I listen to. That's so cool, and Robin's on the record. I know it's that's like the coolest. Don't you thing love for that? Me. Don't it's you the love the? Don't thing. you love the magic of manifestation? It's the coolest thing ever. From fan to friend, destiny in motion. Epic, absolutely, absolutely. Epic. How can you ever ignore that? You can't. You can't. It's mm -mm. it's a reality. Mm -mm. It's it's. And he's like such a beautiful man. And I like, you know, I don't, I didn't quite know what to expect because I'm like, this guy's a fucking genius, you know? 
don't meet your heroes. You know what I mean? And he was always the meet your heroes man in the universe. That's my career. <laughs> That's what I do for a living. I just meet my heroes all the time. Old heroes, new heroes, the next heroes. It's only 5% of the time they're pets. Just joking. <laughs> wow, you're, you're no, it's you're not far off. I mean, for me, but I'm a soft heart. By the way, I you don't, are the sweetest man in the universe. I don't. Well. Ju- <laughs> Thank you. I don't judge anyone on whether or not they like me, <laughs> and I never have. It's and like you, can't. you don't. It's fine. You don't have to like me. And you can't. So, Robin Picknold yes, on sir. the record. How did you? Were you nervous asking him to be a part? Were you already friends? Were you cold calling him as a fan? What's the relationship pre collaboration? <sighs> I feel like I hit him up on Instagram a long time ago. Mm. And I was like, okay, maybe he didn't see it. He probably didn't see it. Mm. But then we met in Portugal and I was like, oh my God, this is insane. Um, I think it was Portugal. Mm. And then I went to go see him at Coachella. I was like, oh, okay. Like, um, blah, blah, blah. Then we started talking on social media. And then he was like, oh, come to the studio. We're working on a new record, which I think was sure at that time. We played the Tycho drum game. We just hung out, look at all these cool instruments that these guys had. Um, and they were cutting everything to this awesome tape machine. And it was super bitching and super cool. And then I was like, okay, hey, how about you come over? Let's just jam. Let's rock and roll. And, and it was really excellent and he was just like you know I've been working on this thing and then he goes he just starts playing it and doing the the vocal part and I was like that's incredible can I have it he gave it to me I didn't even ask that's so beautiful he's the best in the world that's so amazing you know real artists they hold you in high regard it's so funny that you you know find yourself in this thrash of kind of trend orientated opinion Mm. when real artists recognized almost straight away what it is you were trying to achieve and mm. where your ability like mm. you know were, were there was there someone else or another artist that during those moments of self-doubt you were able to say i do this to myself sometimes during bad days you know it's okay because such and such with me you know so if they, they fuck with me, I'm right all right, you know? <laughs> was there someone else who sort of came along that oh man you know you really were like quietly just very grateful that they showed you the support they did during those moments when you needed to just tell yourself that you're okay so many beautiful people, like so many, like there's so many, anybody who makes music is super, I think is super brave and, and anybody willing to express themselves Mm and, and share, like I said, that little bit, that little piece of themselves with, with the whole entire world. And it's almost like, it's not almost like, okay, judge me now. It's like, I want to share this. And how does it make you feel? Does it make you feel sad? Does it make you feel happy? Do you hate it? Do you like it? You know what I mean? I think anybody who's ever been kind to me, and sometimes all it is is like a dude at um, the mall. And he was just like, um, hey, man, how are you? Like, like, just like, maybe he doesn't know who I am. Maybe he does. But yeah. just, it just, it's just a modicum of, yeah. of, of kindness that really, even for me, just changes my whole day. You're a my, sensitive dude, huh? Yeah. You know, kinda. Mm. I'm a cancer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe any of that stuff, but well, I, why would you I, not? That's it's, such what an I'm in, told. it's such an intelligent mathematical equation that <laughs> for someone as stupid as me to come in and go, astrology, who gives a f about that? Sh-? Do you spend more time looking up or looking down? Probably looking down. Mm. I'm a habitual, uh, looking at the ground kind of guy. Interesting. It's, uh, I think it's because I have 
maybe my I'm not as dexterous as I would like to be. Mm. So I, I'm scared I might uh Which you can't do two things at once. <laughs> I can. <laughs> right. I can um breathe. No, I can't. Actually, I was gonna say I can <laughs> breathe. You on I can breathe and drink. Yeah, well, you can definitely no, you, do that. You can't. No, you can't. Speaking of drinking. <laughs> um you had there's a song that you played on SNL mm. recently, yes, which sir. to me holds its position around the middle of the record for reason, for good reason. It's like a centerpiece of the album. Yes, sir. Which is love hate. Yes, sir. This idea of like um this thing that you enjoy, mm. but but who's controlling who? There's been just it's it's I'm I'm 26. There's been some kick-ass times, um, not in a good way. I was gonna say there's been kick-ass times and times when you get your ass kicked. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's just it's just it and it the record speaks to it, and it's you know not necessarily something I'm super comfortable talking about, but there's parts on the record where it really gets into it yeah and um how i was feeling at that time drinking as a form of distraction i guess distraction it feels like a light word for it it's it was super interest it's super interesting time and i was not a normal like my brain was not operating at its normal uh frequency i guess i don't know but it was it just wasn't I wasn't Austin. I was like so fucking lost. Yeah. And who brought you back? Me. I mm-hmm. think you're the only person who can bring you back. Everybody can surround you. Everybody can say, hey, man, it's, you know, what's going on? Are you all right? At the end of the day, you just have to take that love that you're offered and say, you know what? It is, it is, life is pretty kick ass. That gets one. You know, take the love that you're offered. That's a very simple and powerful piece of advice right there. Because mm. I mean, that's what it's about. And we all, at, at various points in our life, have love offered to us. It's whether yes, or not we're actually willing to accept it. It's the guy at the mall. That's, mm. even, that's, that's, that's literally, you know. If you'd written an album that was just like getting 14 party joints, we'd be just talking about partying for an hour. But I would love to talk about partying. Partying, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we can party all day. I would love to. <laughs> there's a song on here called wrapped around your finger and um i mean as the title goes it's uh normally it's it's normally when you're sort of addressing some kind of subject of adoration you know like i'm totally wrapped around your finger sure but it it feels to me like there's demons talking a little bit here and you know i just wonder uh, and this is probably the deepest question i'll ask on this thing but you know what are the demons saying to you when they when 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 you're listening you know like when you're at that point when because you seem you got light in your eyes right now but i know you struggle i struggle I have real moments. Mm. You've written about it eloquently and really beautifully on this record. Thank you, sir. What do you know about those demons now? Now you're able to write about them and address them and face them down and move on with your life to some degree with those lessons learned. What have you learned about them? Where they come from? What they're trying to say to you? Why they're trying to drag you? It's very much about, we, we spoke about it, but it's very much about you being able to provide what you need by yourself. And not looking to anybody else because for the longest time, maybe, you know, I was searching out for it when it'll naturally come to you. And like I said, you're, you're the only, you're the only person at the end of the day that can actually lift you up. You just have to realize that there's real and true positivity and love out there. And it's, and it's there. You just can't search for it so vigorously and, and you're not going to find it. It's like, yeah, I was, but why? You know mm. what I mean? I was, 
wrapped around your finger. I guess there you would put the paraphrase that I mm. never understand, right? Mm. Uh, in the articles, whenever they're like, they put the things and then I always like, wonder like, I, know, I don't get that. I don't, I, yeah, because they, they, someone didn't say it. No, someone didn't say it. And then they, and yet you've put it in the article because you put brackets around if it. If you take the brackets out, the sentence doesn't it, make any just, sense. And you just made it up. <laughs> yeah, so I don't understand. It, it feels doesn't like make it, any sense. It just feels like a pass, yeah. a journalistic pass yeah, to me. Guess, uh, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, and that's exactly why I did that bracket. Like, this guy's a fucking <laughs> Oh, bracket. Yeah, yeah. Like, but he never said that. He didn't say exactly. that. Though. He didn't say anything. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, I guess it's just about trying to, trying to move on from, um, always, always looking for something and not letting it come to you when you, it, that's what you should do, I guess. And in certain situations. I should acknowledge that we're absolutely doused in a fever dream red right now. And this was at the behest of your crew. Really? Mm-hmm. They wanted you in red. Really? Mm-hmm. Don't no, let, I like don't no, let th- them tell you what to do. Say because they know, like you know, this is how I do my radio show. Like I'm an absolutely fucking crazy person. <laughs> like I have to be an insane <laughs> no, red you know for what hours it be, a day. It should just be a fucking strobe going. I all went for day, I went for a piss, I went for a piss upstairs before, and the entire toilet was red. I was just like, this is going to take Welcome. hours for my uh, yeah. eyes to readjust. Uh, Rose colored glasses. I should say, and I want to say. Major congratulations, Daddy-O. Thank you, sir. You're Thank excited? you very much. Oh, I'm pumped. Pumped beyond belief. Yeah. So, has it always been the dream? Like, do you, have you always felt like this yearning to be, a, to be a parent, to be a father? Has it always been something you felt that you would, you would love to try in your life? Not everyone does. I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think as a kid, I was like four or five, and I had this little baby I would carry around everywhere. <laughs> I think... Uh, like a doll. Yeah. Just to clear it up. Yep. Yeah. No, it's not a real. I don't know. Who's this fucking five year old with well, a baby? baby? What's this going is, on? Where here? are the parents? This is dangerous. This is fucked up. It's fine. Why it's is fine. nobody taking the baby out of the hands of the baby? We're just chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was a baby doll. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the coolest thing. I would take him around everywhere. Um, and I don't know how long that lasted, mm. but my mom still has it. And I guess I get I'm Zane, I'm I'm so pumped up. Yeah. I'm gonna be a hot dad. So. <laughs> There's another term for that. <laughs> There's another term for that. Uh a little acronym for that. I'm sure Jilf? people yeah, people get throw that around all the time <laughs> at you. You'll no longer be Hey, what's up, dude? You'll stop being you'll stop being pilf. No, you'll be delf. What's pilf? Pilf is post I'd like to. Oh. No. Well, how many posts are there? Oh, the acronym <laughs> king. Well, you're not like looking at it. It's a P.R.D., like, bro. You know, it's a P.R.D. <laughs> flip it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Flip it a- we're, yeah, I think we're, so. we're very meta right now. <laughs> yeah, we're in it. What did you? How did your parents feel? I mean, it's a, it's a moving moment when your parents find find out that they're going to be able to have another round of becoming at having that that living vicariously through the eyes of a child. You know, it's a beautiful thing. They were super excited. Mm. I'm excited. Um, Apparently, all I'm being told is help is good as well. So, <laughs> well, you know, there's a few things, man. I mean, I, I can tell you now, as the as the, as one half of the of the proud parental union of two teenage boys, that the, the 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 biggest one is is time. Um, I don't know what your relationship is like with time as a superstar musician and artist and businessman. Um, I can imagine that you make the most of it, and you probably wish you had more of it to do more with it. Sure. But what you've probably never experienced, what you're about to experience, is where the f*** did it go? Sure. Like, when you have kids post, man, you got to save all the hugs. 
I'm ready. Well, I have so many hugs. Oh. I have literally infinite hugs. You just gotta like infinite, infinite hugs, guys. And you're a great hugger. Seriously, if you need a hug, just come on up. I'll give you a good hug. It's, um, it's just gonna readjust. You're, I'm a good hugger. You're a great hugger. Thanks, Zane. I think you're a pretty top-notch hugger as well. Thanks, man. Friend. I commit. No, you need to. I commit. That's the most important part. It can't be a fake hug. Um, you just you've probably never been in that situation where time has actually turned its back on you and gone completely the other way. And that's what it feels like. Like, where the f is the time going? Why well, are you going so fast? Now I'm thinking too. It's so strange. It seems like everything slowed down, but it's gone by. I feel like maybe. I'm getting a little bit of a precursor to what you're talking about. Yeah. Because for me, it's just like, I'll be sitting down, it'll be 3 p.m. And then it'll be like, the sun's coming out. And I'm like, wow. Uh, uh, that's the mushrooms. It's yeah, very that's different. what I was just about to it's say. It's a very I mean, different I, experience. I say my short-term memory has gone out the f***ing window. Save that, for, save that for the baptism, you know? You turn around, you just say, ah, oh, man, you know, it reminds me of when I took mushrooms, this whole experience. <laughs> you guys remember... We were in Malibu, okay, guys? It was lit, all right? I want to talk about some of the people on the record because you've once again assembled an awesome crew of people. You know, we talked a little bit about Robin, which is great. Doja turns into superstar verse. She's epic. Incredible. No, she went absolutely nuts, though. So, did you have to wait for it? Like, everyone has to wait for yours. <laughs> oh, my God. You're notorious for being the last-minute post. Who says that? Everybody Yo, says so that. Foul. Everybody <laughs> says that. Everyone's like, nicest guy in the world, tardiest, oh, tardiest man. collaborator. I have, I am, I am quite tardy. I, I, <laughs> man, I got, you know, it's my brain is like, uh, like I said, the shroom, short-term memory. No, this, like, is oh, this is pre-shrooms. This is way, this is pre-shrooms. You don't know when I did them. Okay. So you've been on shrooms the <laughs> no, whole time. You were you on shrooms in France? Were you on shrooms in France? I was on shrooms since I was 12. <laughs> I found them in the woods. You think you know someone. <laughs> you found them in the woods. Like you're the first person to yeah, find shrooms. Yeah, I was like, yo. Huh. Imagine is? being the first guy oh to find God. shrooms. Oh my God. Imagine being the first guy to eat food. Like, everybody, no, no. Everybody's around you like, that's yo, too what lofty. the f*** are that's you too doing, lofty. First, first person to eat food is too lofty. <laughs> we can definitely dive into the first person to find shrooms. Because in the same way that you were trying to find, you were like, wake up, everybody. I've got the masterpiece album to play. Can you imagine how that person felt? They were like, wake up, a whole world. <laughs> what was the question? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm on mushrooms. Like, what? Yeah. Is it in the Fiji? We were talking a little about Doja. And I yes, and, and I asked you I asked you whether or not you had to wait. Oh, for and this. you said I was a tar uh, tardy collaborator. You are a tardy collaborator. Right. Well, you know what I think. Why do today what you can do tomorrow? That's a shit way to live your life. No, it was it was all the dioramas and and shit for the science fair and science class and stuff. I, literally the night before, I was like, all right, I gotta go. Gotta and I don't this. mean I don't mean mm -hmm. to do that. It's just very hard and and everything like like. You can't. What's the latest? Rush. What's the latest one where you've been really late? And you even, you're like, my bad. <laughs> Man, I think I say that every time. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> has anyone so got sorry. mad with you? Real no, talk. No, real talk. No, has no anyone gotten a no little one, bit edgy? Everybody's been very patient. Has with anyone me. sent you a text or said to, or Dre's come up to your manager and gone, post, I'm kind of getting hammered here? Man. Yeah, they say I'm getting hammered, but they don't say I'm getting angry. And they're probably definitely very angry. And I love you guys so much. Like I said, infinite hugs. If you, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm working it's on it. It's not a button. But you can't, yeah, let me get my own fucking soundboard you need over an infinite here. Infinite hugs yeah. button. <laughs> infinite hugs. <laughs> hug, hug, hug. No, nah, but it's, it's, it, it just has to be right because everything that I do, I want to do right. Mm -hmm. And um, it has to be right and it has to feel right. And you can't, at the end of the day, you can't rush 
art. And I know that there's been times where I've been a real turd and I'm, I take forever. And Do you have a favorite? A favorite verse or a favorite thing you did for somebody else where you feel like you really put yourself on the line and you, and you delivered? And let's take nothing away from anyone else's, but one that you personally really enjoyed doing or really, really proud of. The Tyler Yahweh record verse, I think is one of my favorite verses that I've done. Mm. I think it's so fun. I think it's, I remember we were in a hotel in Washington, D.C. when we recorded that. And I think that is, might have been the same night that we cut the scratch to the first song on the album in that hotel room. Mm. And that was just a super fun verse. We we did that verse in like 30 minutes, but it was just so perfect. I was like, this is so fun. This is like, I was I was pretty pumped up. I was like, you know what, Austin? You are pretty cool. Yeah. I think you're pretty cool. So Doja, how late was Doja? I don't think she was late. She ran on time. Yeah, I think she, a wizard is never late, nor is, nor are they early. They arrive precisely <laughs> when they mean to. You're reading Tolkien now? That's awesome. See, I don't know if that was in the talk. I don't know that it was in the movie. I did read the Hobbit because I had to, but I don't think I've read a book in forever. I I'm got not my a reader dad joke book. I'm not a reader either. But You're not a reader. I'm not a reader. I can't. I, I wish can't I read could. on shrooms. It's insane. You're not on shrooms right now. <laughs> You're way more present than you were in France. In France, I know you were blazing them down all afternoon, and then we smashed the rose. I got tanked during that interview in in France. That was good stuff. It's still good stuff. I still drink that. Well, if you need more. By the way, the bottle, man, hard to get on a shelf. It's a beautiful piece of art, but it's hard to get on a shelf. Is it? What kind of shelf? It's what are a the normal liquor shelf where you want oh. to put when you get it at home. Do you run a liquor store? No, I have a shelf at home where I put liquor, though. Oh, oh, okay. You know, so like, can yeah. you describe it? Your bottle? It's not taller than an, uh, what is it, Don Julio bottle. Can't be. It's taller. It's taller. No, it's it yeah, is it is. not. It is, bro. All right. Let's, I, all right. I have one at home. You can and it's chug like, the tequila. I'll chug the wine. We'll bring them in right now. Let's get after it. How's the liquor business going? I think it's great. I yeah. think. Have um, you enjoyed it? Because you are actually, I feel, you and Dre, James, were very much at the forefront of that um, artist branching out. I know you went the first. And I know there have been some significant exits sure. around that time. But it hadn't dawned on everybody that there's a bottle with everyone's name on it. Sure. And now we know that that's the case because I feel like there's just tequila flying all over the world sure. right now with artists attached to the box. So how's that experience been for you on an investment level and all of that? It's a lot of fun. And I feel very, very fancy. Yeah. So we get to go to yeah. the south of France and wear suits yeah. and uh, smell wine and yeah. look at wine and I love it. I've never felt so fancy in my life. And you got to meet the firefighters who saved the vineyard, which yeah. is beautiful. No, they're they're such sweet, such sweet people. And did you talk to them about that experience and what it was like to be in the throes of that to try to save the somebody's property? Communication barrier was sure kind of it was kind of high, but like yeah. they were so kind yeah. and just such a good such a good energy, and you could tell they were like. They were happy with, with, they gave it their all, you know. And, of course. And, and, and it's that's one of the most incredible. I mean, and it's, that's, you know, fire, all the, the fucking world is on fucking fire. Yeah. And shout out to all the fucking firefighters in the world. And it's such an incredible profession. With yeah. Such epic, brave dudes. And, and, and it's the coolest. Did you write euthanasia on, on uh, shrooms? No. I, um, 
No. So where did that one come from? Where were you when you write that? That was in a hotel room in 2020. I think it says on the voice note. So how long, how do you know when it's, most people don't write on the road. Mm. It's pretty common that you don't. Right. If you talk to most artists, they want to separate church and state, the church of the, of the stage and the state of recording, right? Mm. They don't want to do both at the same time. Um, you don't seem to have that problem. You keep talking about these places that you record these things when you're on the road. You like to do it. I, I, I do. I do. I record it. So the voice, so the voice note was first. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. The voice note was first. Brought to you by Bud Light. <laughs> I didn't do that into the mic, by the way. I did it off to the side. Yeah. It was just so you He still, yeah. still controlled your voice. I really, I really threw that. You I can really, tell this guy does arenas, right? Because he really threw it back at you. It's this guy who's like so, such a powerful voice. He does these ones. He goes, he goes, that's why I have to win. He pushes it out. And it's like, oh, this shit is louder. <laughs> do you have a lot of voice notes on your phone with ideas? I do. We should play them all right now. Yeah, why don't you break some out? All right. No, I can't do uh, that. There's no way. I know. Did you have you recorded one recently? Are you still do you still lay them down? Yeah. Whenever I got whenever I'm on to something, now it's just more my notepad now. Because yeah. I I'm I'm thinking and I'm like, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. Um and just getting like I guess a lot of songs start with just a one-liner, you know? Like, I mean, that's every fucking country song ever, mm. right? It's, mm. You got a great one-liner, and then the rest Build of the song it. comes after. Build yeah. around it. You know, and, um, you know, those great, like, reprises and those great taglines. and Yeah, with Euthanasia in that hotel room, that, that voice note was first. And then I went, because I feel like, people might get upset. I feel like the acoustic guitar is very... It's almost you have a a an acoustic guitar song and then like drums over it. You know, that's very much like popular and and I wanted to take it from the acoustic guitar because everybody's like, "Hey, pose." You're like, "Where's the guitar?" You know, "Where's the guitar?" I think there's one song with a guitar on. It's not on a the guitar record. album at all. And even the up tempo, and like, that's what people are expecting of me as yeah, well. They're yeah. expecting, you know, like go flex and and you know, very much guitar, yeah, um, 808s, very much like that that kind of vibe, yeah. But I was like, you know, I there's so much guitar, so why not just do it? And I was very inspired by um, the Outcast song. Uh, Baby blue, why don't why don't you tease me? Like so, that's what I wanted to kind of do, and I sat in my room and I was like, oh, I'm trying to replay the chords in my room on an FL and trying to, like I said, I can't play piano for. Sh I was like, okay, and then so it was. I just kept the note played out the whole time, mm. and just let let the lyrics of the song guide the song instead of the instrumentation. And is that the original voice note? Yes, sir. That's the one from the room that I did. That was a rough night for me. That was a crazy night. Why? You know Brian Lee? Yeah. Yeah. It was me, Brian Lee, and the drummer from Jake Bug's band. And he's such a sweet dude. <laughs> yeah. And we just sat, we sat there and we were just jamming. And I had 
thought of the idea that like the night before, and I was like, what do you guys think of this? And I was like, okay, roll, and then played it. But why was it rough? Just a big night. I posted a picture, I think, of me like bawling my eyes out. I was like a big, uh, I was kind of nutty. I was like, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And it's funny because, well, you know, and social media is just there, right? To lend you a, a, a friendly opportunity to share that shit with the world and fucking just continue to perpetrate that fucking weirdness. I don't know if you've been keeping t- tabs on this, but in the last couple of days, there's, there's kind of a subtle, holistic revolution that's kind of pushing back on why I make music and what you expect me to do because I make music. Halsey's been out there talking about TikTok. Not that she hates TikTok, mm. but that you can't hold on to my record and say I can't put it out because I haven't figured out what to do on TikTok first. Like I'm not, mm. I'm not that kind of artist. I'm not a viral artist. I'm an artist artist. And right. if, if you want me to do a TikTok, cool, but it's got to be authentic to me. Don't make me manufacture that shit so my right. authentic shit no. can get released. If, it's if, us backwards, right. is what she's saying. Well, that's very important. The whole thing I want to do is just be fucking honest mm. and be honest with my music, honest with the marketing, honest with the, uh, you know, whatever the virality of things are. Like, just be genuinely honest and this is what it is. I love you. Listen if you'd like to. I mean, yeah. my original my original plans for the record were crazy. Like, I was like, it's free. It's like, you know, but it's just so interesting. You wanted to and, give it away? Yeah. I wanted, I, yeah. Why? What was the mentality behind that? I don't know. And I had some, my ideas are f- crazy. So, like, my ideas are nuts. So, there's, I knew that there was no way that they were going to well, fly. Well, you're in partnership with people. And they're going to tell you, you know, we love you, bro. Right. We're, we're partners in this and we're <laughs> yeah, not exactly, sure this is the exactly, right Exactly, exactly. I don't think that's what she's saying. And I'm not digging around mm, trying no. to create an anti-label sentiment. But I think she's no. just saying... Don't tell me this thing I've poured my heart into right. is only worth releasing if I go and trivialize this shit on a social right. media and site. very much. And I feel the same way. And and people are going to listen to the to the music, yeah. right? Everybody wants everything to happen so fast, fast nowadays. Like, isn't it? It hasn't. It doesn't feel like it's already changed seismically, even just since you came out. Insane, insane. Like normally we say that 10, 15, 20 years into a career, well, I don't really understand how records are released now. So thank God I sold 200 million of them. But it's already changed so dramatically in the yeah. last six years. You know, there's so many different ways to get people to listen to your music. And TikTok is so fucking huge. I, I love it. Like everything, like, it. no, it's great. And you have people like check out my new song and it goes fucking viral yeah, and that yeah, yeah. changes people's lives yeah. and and you know you discover talented people on there and everything yeah, for you real. Know? but it's just so hard for me to make something natural and it's just so interesting it's it's interesting to hear her do you think, opinion on do that do you think is an do you think most artists in the mentality and I'm not asking you to speak for artists but just from your perspective are really ultimately trying to get to a place where they've earned the right to choose I choose when I go and use this thing. And right now, I'm Post Malone and I'm saying this. You're Post Malone. You're on album number four. You've made your best album. Thank you. And you're a bona fide arena selling festival headlining artist. You've earned the right, right? To say, I don't have to use that anymore if I don't want to. I choose to. What is that? Social media. Social media. I just think it's my personal opinion and the and the changes that I've made mm. mentally mm. to distance myself from that 
and that's really impacted my life in a positive way. In a positive way. way. I wanted to go and play music for people on Instagram Live, and I did, but I was so nervous. Like, I'm like, uh, I don't even know. Like, can Ricky Bobby (laughs) hands up in the air, you know? But Just speaking to the mic, Ricky. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like, well, the car ran real just good. Keep, 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 just keep your hands down, Ricky. <laughs> no one yeah. ever to put your face in front of me when I'm in autograph mode. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I will sign your baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you need the Jack Knight. The Jack Jack, the, the Jack Cock 9000. <laughs> Available at Walmart. <laughs> um, do what's right for you. It's not choosing whether you, you're like, oh, I don't have to do that because I... I play arenas i headline festivals right it's just like whatever makes you comfortable because at the end of the day you just got to be comfortable with what you're doing and social media is something that i'm not super comfortable with when it comes to playing live right when it comes to actually bringing it to life that could there's a whole other world you can build around this you haven't been to before a lot of these songs i sit listening to it and i'm like excited for tour it's like it, especially well. That's how we start the record, even with on that. Yeah, in that same scent with reputation. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's it's that's gonna be so cool because I was sitting there and we we had just done a show, but it's I wanted to do I fall apart with no drums. I just wanted it to yeah. be um, the music and the vocals, just because I think that that song is so powerful and it's just like. Everybody sings that fucking song. Yeah. Like everybody sing. I think like live, like there's there's a lot of anthemic uh, records on the al- album. It's cool hearing you and Leroy on a song because I feel like you're acknowledging that kind of kindred creative spirit mm. that you two have. Mm. That definitely I feel you paved the way for him. Mm. Um, this is me talking. <laughs> I feel that. And I said this to my kids the other day. I said this to you the other day. There's pre and post post. Because vocally, the way that you deliver your, your voice, the way you're able to walk emotion and pop is very unique. And now, not only do I hear it in young artists like Leroy, I hear it in prominent artists like Justin. I hear people adjusting their, their tone and the way they deliver mm-hmm. and perform a little bit off the back of the way of what you've been doing. Do you like your voice? I do not like my voice. I'm so shy. I'm so shy listening to uh, any of my songs unless I'm like sitting down and I'm like, I'm going to listen to these records now. You can't listen to your own music? No, I can't. You I can't, can't do I it. Can't. You're not, you, can't, you can't be a fan of what you do in that sense. I can't. Wow. Like this interview, I probably won't even watch unless I'm hammered because I cannot stand the sound of my own voice but you you're suck. not perfect live bro but you're not perfect live right like you really no 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 do you say not perfect note perfect no there's no way that's I crank that tune up to 9000 now you're about to become a dad sure do you feel how do you feel about the planet and the way it's turning it's a lot right now I, I am terrified I'm terrified I like there is this sense of impending apocalypse, especially here in LA. In Utah, I'm like, okay, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock. What do you mean by that? 
I got food. I got everything else I need. You're I off got, the radar? I got special stuff. Not mm-hmm. necessarily. But enough? But yeah. But I have food for like 25 years. I used to prep a bit. Um, this is years ago in London. I was in, I was not Zane. <laughs> I was in, I am not Austin phase. And uh, I am not acting like Austin. <laughs> and um, I used to definitely prep a bit. I used to have shit that was tucked away. and But then he just, I mean, I wasn't a good prepper. He used to go off. <laughs> so I'd be like, all right, let me just... I'm hungry. There's nothing in the fridge. Let me have some of this survival stand. <laughs> by the time, by the time the it's world ends, you're like, off. Oh like, my god! Oh, I'm gonna get like a diet one... food poisoning. Or <laughs> you know. I have like one string cheese. Would you consider yourself a prepper? Um, semi prepper. Semi prepper. What are you prepping for? I'm not, I'm not talking about the end of the world. What are you prepping for? Um, I guess now prepping. No matter what happens, take care of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, be able to take care of people who need it, move a little bit out, have a spot where you're able to go, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but it's just a crazy, crazy, crazy time yep. in LA. I step outside and I hear a noise and I'm like, what was that noise? I know. I get it, man. It's It's hard to stay balanced. It's dude, especially like out here. It's, it's, I don't know. The world is hot. It's very hot. Mm-hmm. There's like people trying to hurt each other over nothing. I don't know. It's a crazy world and it's a crazy place to to raise a kid. I think any parent would agree, you know, it's so so different, you know. But do you, I don't, do you know what though? It can be overwhelming until you realize like the change comes from within and from within you're in a circle and like you're a good dude and you're going to raise a good kid. Thanks. And you know, you're going to make great music for the rest of your life as long as you want to. It makes people happy. You can do great shows. It's just great all around, bro. And like, what I love when I hear this album, man, truth is, I just hear you finding your voice in a really real way. Thank you. And I realize like, man, you're going to be able to keep going. This isn't, you're just going to end up fucking falling off a fucking cliff because of all the money and the success and the thrash and the bullshit. Like, shit, Post found his way out. I love I love making music for the longest time. I didn't have any fun anymore. And now I'm happy and I love making music. Yeah, again. there's a light in your eyes, kid. It's awesome. Thank you, sir. Is it it's probably a reflection from we that? We kill this fucking red, Jesus <laughs> Christ. 